This is Rennie Kanoff with Championship BBQ.TV, and you're listening to the Barbecue Central Show. Happy to have you aboard here for the really big barbecue show. Boing. We cook because we have to, and we grill because we want to. Hit me. Fine. How's it going? You have a great show. I'm a big fan. Boing. So what 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 seems to be the problem here? This man looks like he's dead, and he's in the in the crackle. Charbono. It's all about the Charbono, dude. Succulent fish. What? We ate two feet for wiener. But listen, Laverne, it's I'm shaking like a dog shit peach seed. <laughs> we have top men working on it right now. Top men. And just like that, we are into the second hour. Welcome aboard to the Barbecue Central Show. Here in this space, we talk about live fire events that happen over the course of the week, month, year, late breaking events, because we have things that sound like this. A barbecue central show exclusive Exclusive stuff. Something exclusive happens. We can just break right into the show. All right. I teased it that we might be giving something away. If you are interested in getting your hands on this new book from Jamie Perviance, Weber's cookbook master, uh, Weber's Ultimate Grilling, a step-by-step guide to barbecue genius. 125 recipes, 200 techniques and tips, 750 photos like these and that. And these ribeyes. If you want your copy, uh, just call in. I'm going to ask you a question about Matt Pittman. And you can have this sweet new just released book, Weber's Ultimate Grilling by Jamie Proviance, who will be on the show the next week, week after maybe. Well, I guess I could go to the old Calander. See where we're at. Uh, next week, Jason Morse, Ace's Ace Hardware's uh, chief barbecue dude, Max Good will make a return. Sarah Ray Lewis from Stanley Thermos will be in for the first time. And sponsor of the show and releasing some new product information, Ted Conrad of Fireboard. That's next week. We are loaded. Loaded. So that's what's happening. Coming up next week. Well, I closed the damn thing there and I forgot to see when Jamie was going to be. Sorry. These are things that happen over the course of a show, a live show. You never know what's going to happen. All right, caller, uh, who is this? This is Joe. Joe Mama? That's me. Uh, Joe, would you like to try and win Weber's Ultimate Grilling book by Jamie Provines? Well, yes, I would. All right, uh, I'm going to ask you a question about Matt Pittman, and all you have to do is answer it correctly. Are you ready? Yes, I am. All right. All right, Joe. 
We'll when do I, it live. Oh, jeez. When I was talking with Matt Pittman last hour, he mentioned his favorite sushi restaurant. What is it? Oh, God. I'm a loser. I don't know. You don't know? I don't remember. He just said he loves sushi and Chinese food. Come on. Do you know how much this book retails for? Eight hundred dollars. Eight hundred. Said Otani. Come on. I wasn't even paying attention, and I remember that. All you have to do is call in, and Weber's Ultimate Grilling Book for you: a step-by-step guide to barbecue genius. All right. Two one six two two zero zero nine six six. Uh, don't forget, you can, I'm sorry, still to come on this show this evening, the Barbecue Central Show Embedded Correspondence segment. Don't forget, you can follow me socially at BBQ Central Show on Instagram and Twitter slash BBQ Central Show on Facebook, which is where some of you might be watching right now. Coming up on the best moments of the Barbecue Central Show in 10 minutes or less this Friday, a double header. With normal third Tuesday of the month guest and barbecue all the fame. And I got to remember to pause that. I mean, that is so classless of me. Uh, barbecue Hall of Famer Stephen Reichlin. We uh, take you back to 2013, where Stephen and I went over lighter fluid, how to properly host a party at your place, and his thoughts on social media back then. So. I had a call coming in. All right, I got a call. Um, so uh, tune in and subscribe to the feed, and you will hear Stephen Reichlin on Friday. Jeez, oh, Pete. It's like nobody will give me one second. Go ahead, caller. Who's this? Joe Lon Chin. Joe Lon Chin? Yes, absolutely. Also known as Belly Rub Barbecue on Instagram. Belly Rub Barbecue. All right. All right, Joe, are you ready to try and win this Weber's Ultimate Grilling Guide? Yes, sir. Big Weber fan. Big Weber fan. Who is it? All right, here we go. Last hour, Joe, from what, Belly Rub Barbecue? Yep. Belly Rub Barbecue. I was talking with Meat Church's Matt Pittman. What's the name of the city he lives in in Texas? The Wachula Coogley. Is that your final Watch answer? What? Watch a, a watch a choosy. Watch a choosy. Is that your final answer? Yes. All right. We'll lock you in. Looking for Waxachusi. No. That is. It's Waxahatchee. Waxahatchee. So close. So close. Well, we thank you for playing. We thank you for playing. Waxahatchee. Walks a hatchy. Sorry, all right, let's keep going. Go ahead, uh, caller, who's this? Yeah, hello, uh, this is Rakish. Rakish, how are you, my friend? Oh. Wait, that wasn't a real call? Are you kidding? Walks a hatchy, not walks a juicy. Doug, he did not get it. You are incorrect. He did not have it. He didn't have it, had it, then finaled on the wrong answer. That's wrong. Sorry, Belly Rub. Caller, you're on the air. 
Yes, this is Ahmed. I want to win that book, please. Ahmed, great to have you. Oh, thank you, sir. All right, uh, here we go. Ahmed, I was talking with Meat Church, Matt Pittman, last hour. Yes. Can you tell me what temperature he said to run the cooker at in order to cook proper beef ribs? 275 degrees. Is that your final answer? That is my final answer. All right, Ahmed, we will lock you in. 275 degrees, absolutely correct. Yes, I'm a winner. You are a winner, Ahmed. So all you have to do is send me your shipping information to the email address, greg at thebbqcentralshow.com, and in the subject line, put book winner, and I will send this very book right out to you, all right? Greg, I got a confession to make. Okay, go ahead. This is not Ahmed. This is Joe, baby. Joe who? Joe Mama. Great. (laughs) Idiot. I can't believe that the same number that called 20 times in a row got me. No way. Let me tell you something, uh, Ahmed Joe or Joe Ahmed. Your Ahmed... Uh, accent is uh, spot on. Very good. Like your Joe is bad. I don't like that Joe at all. All right. So anyway, uh, you answered it right. Ten times later, you answered it right, Uh-oh. Joe Ahmed. So just shoot me that email address, and uh, we'll put you in. Let's uh, end this show. Uh, the, uh, let's end this the right way. That's right. It's been a great top of the second hour. We've had a number of callers inners. Callers inners? We've had a number of call-ins to try and win the Jamie Provian's new book, Weber's Ultimate Grilling. A step-by-step guide to barbecue genius. And Joe initially failed. Initially failed. Then called in as Ahmed and won. That's great. So, Joe will send me, or Ahmed, will probably send me an email, greg at thebbqcentralshow.com and get his book. For everybody here at winning a Matt Pittman contest, I say adieu. God, I love the clapping in that. Love the clap. Yeah. Yes, John, twice punked. I couldn't possibly have figured out that the same number with caller ID was calling in repeatedly. And somehow the names were different. How could that happen? Shame on me. Let me talk to you quickly about Southside Market and Barbecue. Attention, anyone who loves sausage and barbecue. I did. <laughs> Damn. Established in 1882, Southside is the oldest barbecue joint in Texas and has been owned and operated by the same family for three generations, famous for the original beef sausage. 
course ground in natural pork casings. The authentic Central Texas barbecue is made there as well, like the briskets and the ribs. All meats, including the prime briskets, are smoked low and slow for many hours over Texas post oak wood. They ship nationwide via the online store, southsidemarket.com, and they ship fresh and smoked sausages nationwide. Shipping customers can choose to order now and ship later, include a custom gift note, and mail to multiple addresses without additional charges. Especially great with Mother's Day coming up here in a few short weeks. All shipped items are vacuum sealed to ensure freshness and ease of preparation for the customer. Shipped with dry ice to ensure complete freshness upon arrival. All meats processed in the on-site USDA inspected facility. On-site meat markets for fresh and smoked products. Custom orders are welcome too. Two restaurants to eat at and try Elgin, Texas since 1882. Bastrop, Texas since 2014. Grocery distribution through Texas and many surrounding states. Here's the great thing. Go to southsidemarket.com. Do all of your shopping there. Stock the cart. And then at checkout, use code BBQCENTRAL, one word lowercase, BBQCENTRAL, and take 10% off the entire online order. Good for podcasters and live listeners only. That's code BBQCENTRAL, B-B-Q-C-E-N-T-R-A-L. At checkout, save 10% off the entire order. Not just the first time, but every time you order. So get there, do it early, do it often, save 10%. That adds up very quickly. The Embedded Correspondence, out of the break. Stick around, we'll be right back. Giving you a monthly visit from a doctor of barbecue, a man actually named Meathead, the author of a barbecue Bible, bloggers, reviewers, competitors, and manufacturers by the dozens. It's the Barbecue Central Show. Once again, here's your host, Greg Rempe. All right, welcome back. This portion of the show is being brought to you by Smithfield. Are you ready to find out where you rank? against all competitive barbecue teams across the country. Visit SmokinWithSmithfield.com to check your rank on the Smokin' with Smithfield National Barbecue Championship leaderboard. SmokinWithSmithfield.com is the email or is the web address against SmokinWithSmithfield.com. I believe there was some kind of an issue with the stats being generated because KCBS wasn't uh, availing themselves to making them... Uh, available to certain other websites or something along these lines, but uh, things might be working out at this point if I was looking at social media properly. But nonetheless, smokingwithsmithfield.com is the place to go. Actually, Emily Detweiler will be on the show here in a short few weeks anyway, so we'll make sure we get all of the updates as far as that is concerned. Anyway, it is the second Tuesday. Uh, <laughs> it is the fourth Tuesday of the month, and that, of course means we will be doing the Embedded Correspondence segment with Doug Scheiding from Texas and John Solberg from Michigan and David Huff, I think, from Oklahoma and Steve Ray from Tennessee. Gentlemen, appreciate you joining me as always. And now I will not say anything and try and catch people in the act. 
Ooh, very nice. <laughs> there we are. Like there we are. Like there we go. All right. Yep. Nobody All right. was saying Nobody that. Nobody was saying that. Oh no. oh, no. I'm here. Check one, two. Check one, two. Check one, two. All right. There we go. I thought I was hearing myself back there, but it must have been a technical glitch. Anyway. Can you see me? Yeah. Yes. Steve, okay. I can see Unfortunately. Steve, hey, guess what? It's my show. I'll call on you. Stand down, soldier. Stand down. We have a number of things to get to with Texas and Tennessee and Michigan and Oklahoma. Dave, we'll start with you. I mean, look at you off to the top left there or top right, depending on what you're looking at. What's the theme of this evening for you in Oklahoma? I just didn't want to mouth breathe, Greg. This was my reminder to to not breathe heavily into the mic just for you. You are going to breathe though too. It sounds like you might be holding back some breathing in general. I don't want you to pass out. It's okay. The three beers and and more I got going on will take care of that first. No problem. All right. Well, that uh, rag might also double as a uh, protector from vomit going into the microphone if you're going to be downing multiple beers over the next 40 minutes. Number of things to get to here, gentlemen, the first of which has nothing to do with barbecue. My first Texas guy could have cared less to answer this question, but I know you guys will pick me up because that's what you do. Steve in Tennessee, kind of a sports guy. NBA Finals, who makes it this year from the East and the West? Golden State from the West. Milwaukee Bucks from the East. I like that. I like it. Well-reasoned. I mean, do you, do you uh, take Golden State? Steph Curry in the West for Golden State. And then out you've got. Um, oh, I Giannis can't wait Adib- to hear this. Giannis Adibo. <laughs> Giannis Adidu Kumbo. Answer the Kumbo. Answer the Kumbo. The Bucks. The Greek, the, the Greek freak. Yeah. So do you, skills. you like him a lot? You think he's a good player? Oh, he's, a, he's, a, he's the MVP this year. They've got the best record in basketball. <laughs> he's the MVP over James Harden, you think? Absolutely. Oh, all right. absolutely. All right. Uh, now we will go to another basketball mes- mecca, Michigan. John Solberg, noted sports expert, NBA Finals prediction. I'm going with the Clippers in Orlando and hope that I got one from each division. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, <laughs> I believe Orlando is out. Oh, okay. Well, they should have been there. No, they should not have been there. They were. They were not good. Hey, I, I'm trying to push the envelope and get into the sports thing. Did I get at least a team in each each of the two halves? Yeah, you got the the West Coast is all right. The East Coast was okay. lacking. That's all right. Uh, we go to Oklahoma NBA Finals prediction, David. He's in mute. He doesn't even know it. Again with the mouth breathing, trying to avoid it. Um, <laughs> So, so my heart says the Thunder, of course, but I'm going to go with the Houston Rockets and the Milwaukee Bucks. Wow. All right. Uh, and then we will end with Doug. Well, I, I'd like to go with my Spurs, but I think uh, they're going to get beat by Denver here uh, tonight. And so that'll be the beginning of the end. So I'm going to go with Golden State and the Toronto Raptors. Really? Toronto Raptors. All right. Oh, I see. Kawhi Leonard, yes. formerly a Spur. Sure. I love to hate. He's yep. the quiet assassin. He, he'll take him down. Uh, I'm going because you got to be, in order to be the man, you have to beat the man. Uh, Golden State coming up, uh, coming out out of the West. I mean, I understand Houston is a strong team. James Harden, I think, is a very strong contender at repeating his MVP, although Steve thinks that 
uh, Antetokounmpo is going to be the MVP this year. I think that he will be in the running as a strong repeat. I don't even remember the last time somebody repeated as league MVP, but the way he is playing right now is unbelievable. But I think it's going to be Golden State and whoever said it as well. Uh, I'm going to agree with Steve. It's Golden State and Milwaukee. Absolutely. All day long. No doubt about it. Good job. Uh, John Solberg, now that I'm switching gears, is in the midst of a project that I have become extremely fascinated with. Uh, If you know John, you know he is somebody who, you know, some people like to rescue kittens and boxes on the side of the road. Some people like to help feed the homeless. John likes to find cookers that have been neglected or left out into the ages and ages of rain and weather systems and so forth. But he knows he has found some kind of a pearl or a jewel, but it's just kind of trashed. And he likes to rehab pieces of crap and turn them back into the sparkling gems of whence they were. And he is now in the middle of a project that has caught my attention keenly. And John, I would like you to uh, walk us through exactly what you found, how you found it, and the process you are restoring it through. It's very unique. It it is pretty unique. I found an original 1947 cooking kettle that was manufactured by the Cook and Tools Company in Tulsa, Oklahoma, for about six years. Uh, This grill is still manufactured today, but it is on its third owner. Uh, They're pretty rare. It is a cast iron cauldron with a call it a rotisserie ring on top, and then a lid. It is 108 pounds of cast iron. Uh, Meathead had said in an article it was uh, the precursor to the Weber kettle. Uh, It just didn't survive because technology improved. So it's 108 pounds of cast iron in three pieces, plus the grates, all original. And I am uh, restoring that through electrolysis to get the rust and the 70 years of stuff off of it. So I can put it back to its original shape. Do you know how to do electrolysis or did you have to troll through YouTube? I've been aware of it, but I've never done it. I do a lot of cast iron, but I always use a different method. I'm always been afraid of taking electricity and putting stuff in water and running electricity through it. This doesn't make sense to me, but this was so big. I said, well, it's time to learn. So I crashed through some YouTubes and just, Finally, over the last three months, decided it's time to put this thing in a tub and see what happens. So how so long has it been in the in the soak for? Is it going on 48 hours now? Yeah, it went in Sunday. Hmm. So we're at the 48-hour mark. I have pulled it out and taken a look at it. Um, we're talking about the pot, right? process. Yeah, the, I have the base in there right now. The, the base was the <laughs> biggest piece, so I started with that. Hmm. Uh, I have a 35-gallon you know, horse watering tub or feeding tub mm. from tractor supply, some rebar, a battery charger, uh, some washing soda to make the electrolyte. And you pass current through this thing. And I'm thinking in about a week, it'll be stripped down and um, that portion will be ready to paint. You're going to, it's in the soak for a week. Yeah, I think so. Wow. I think it's, what color you know, is it? What color do you think it's going to be coming out or, or what, what sh- I don't even know what the, the right words are, but how is it supposed to look? It will come out black because the, from what, and there's, I'm sure there's a lot of listeners that can get me more information on this than I have. The iron oxide turns, turns to magnetite as it gives up that molecule through the electrolysis, the electrolysis. So it becomes black. Doug's laughing. He probably knows more about it than me, 
But I think he's just surprised you're using words like electrolysis and magnetite on this show. Like this is the crash course in wizardry here. Well, it's 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 a pretty simple process. It's like bowling. I I don't I'll do it, but I don't want to understand it. Okay, so huh. you know, so it's going to be black. And even when I pulled it out yesterday, there was a lot of black powder on it. Um, and I'll actually leave that black powder on there until it goes to paint to protect it from re-rusting again. So it's going to come out black. And, hmm. and then once that black powder is scrubbed off, it should have a gray appearance like a clean piece of cast iron would after you get ready to uh, season it after a restore. So how much more time do you have after the the week of bath before you will have it like all together in John Solberg shape? Well, I have, there's three main parts. So there is the base, we'll call it the riser ring or the rotisserie ring and the lid. So I'm, I'm planning on a week for each one of those parts. Oh my Lord. Um, then there's all the hardware, which was taken off. You know, there's the, the damp, the pinwheel vent, uh, the handles, all of the screws, the nuts and bolts. Uh, I don't think those will take quite as long. So I'm hoping to get that part of it in paint within a month. And in the meantime, there's also an original cart for this, that, uh, everything's original except for the wheels. And I'm, I'm just trying to figure out how I'm going to go, go about that part of it. Um, and I'm really thinking about high temperature powder coating that back to its original color. Hmm. Um, I'm getting a question from instant chat. I have no idea if this was a, a thought or if it's even a feasible process, but is sandblasting an option or no? It is, but... Um, the soda, I use soda blasting on a lot of grills, but it's for smaller parts. And I soda blast because it's not a mess. It's easy to clean up. So I didn't, you could do it, but when you use electrolysis, you don't remove any material. You, you convert the oxidation back to something else. So you're not removing material from it. So you're not going to restore it back to new, but you're not going to take as much material off of it. Hmm. In this case of this big cast iron pot, I don't think it would hurt you to sandblast it or some type of media blasting. I just didn't want to uh, to go through that mess in the process of my doing it myself. All right. So uh, hopefully in the next month or so, we'll see this finished product. Maybe we can get another recap here in one of the embedded correspondence segments. Um, so I appreciate you sharing that with us, John, because I found just the tub portion of it very MacGyverish of you. Uh, there's a. It's, uh, I mean, I watch it with incredible fascination. Going, look at this son of a bitch up here putting together all this stuff and running electricity through what. And there's no way, no way, I could ever do that. So I just watch with endless jealousy of you being able to hook that all up and 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 piece it together. I mean, it's absolutely insane. So it's uh, scary, man. It's the hot tub time machine, and yeah. it's scary. I'm no not doubt. gonna lie. It was scary. when you start. It's like, oh, what's gonna happen? <laughs> One of the major topics tonight was name the five barbecue slash and or grilling personalities you would like to have at your funeral let's answer this question first as we race around the proverbial dais and we will start with our oklahoma correspondent just yes or no david are you afraid to die (laughs) that came out of nowhere Uh, um, (laughs) this is setting uh, up the question david come on play along I'm, uh, I'm sure a little bit. I think everybody has a little bit of fear of that. It's yes or no? No. Doug, are you afraid to die? No. Steve? Don ain't much of a living. Yes. Uh, John Solberg, skater dying. No. Uh, 
a scared to die? No. Not one bit. Okay. Me, me neither. So uh, one of us is afraid to die. So assuming, well, let's not even assume. Here's the bad news, gang. No one gets out alive. So at some point, we may all be attending each other's barbecue funerals. And the topic would be, what five barbecue or grilling personalities, aside from us included? I mean, we all figure we're all going to be at each other's ultimate demise. But what five barbecue and grilling personalities would you also like to see at your funeral as you stare back either through an urn or a casket? And we will start with none other than the fine gentleman of Tennessee. All right. I've got number one, David Bosco. Number two, Dave Amend. The Who's nicest that? guy in barbecue. Who's that? He's, he's, he's a Southeast guy. He's a KCBS judge. Okay. A rep competitor. He's the nicest guy in barbecue. Rod Gray, because he is the winningest man on the barbecue pitmaster series, which you know I love. Okay. Ernest Cervantes, hmm. who I also love, who never won on barbecue pitmasters, but <laughs> appeared multiple, multiple times. And the fifth person is... The person I want delivering my eulogy, that is Mike McLeod, because I have heard Mike say nice things about bad people before, and he's (laughs) believable. Can you give me an example, a working example of that? I won't do that. No names, please. (laughs) I've heard him. He'll make a a turkey sound like a lamb. All right. Uh, John Solberg from Michigan. What five barbecue celebrities would you like to have at your funeral? Hey, I'm going with a, a whole cross the border theme here because I'm closer to most of these people than I am all of you. My number one on my list is Teddy Reader needs to be here. Oh. He's going to be the master of ceremony. Hopefully he'll bring Optimus Prime with him. The cruise directors for my funeral will be Maddie and Kiki. They're close. <laughs> they can carpool because they're going to keep everybody happy. They're going to be the barbecue family. While they're coming this way, I want Jason King to come. So he can document all this for his YouTube channel. And last but not least, my eulogy should be delivered by Sam, the cooking guy, who is a displaced Canadian. All right. Look at this. Displaced. He left on his own accord. <clears throat> uh, I like that list. That's a good list. I like uh, I like the addition of Maddie and Kiki. Kind of, to me, would seem a little out of the out of the blue. But uh, I, mean, I, I do think that they would bring a certain uh, je ne sais quoi to your funeral. Uh, David Huff from Oklahoma, who's going to be uh, celebrity-wise at your funeral? Okay, first off, I'm going to answer the question in, in the spirit of the show, but <laughs> if I'm dead, who cares? I have no idea. <laughs> I want him at my party, not at my funeral. But that's why we're that, talking about it now. Okay, well, that being said, would you have asked me this question two weeks ago? I also would have had Sam the cooking guy there. Uh-oh. But now I'm afraid that he would have called me a douchebag during Uh-oh. my eulogy. Uh-oh. So, Pretty you're off chance. the list, Sam. Not that you care. All right. So, I would have Bobby Flay. He was my first inspiration into grilling and, and, and cooking. Okay. Um, this is a different one, but Kenji Lopez-Alt. Um, I am just enamored with the things that he's doing on serious eats and the science behind the food he's like the modern day out and brown to me mm-hmm. so i find him very interesting malcolm reed who i think is one of the nicest guys in barbecue just love his personality and seems like he'd be a lot of fun johnny trigg the godfather of barbecue in my opinion 
I would want him at the uh, at my funeral. And the last but not least, certainly, sitting in the back of the room in a nice little black dress oh. with sunglasses on, I would want Jess Pryle so my wife would look at her and think, who is that lady and what was she doing with my husband? And it would be perfect. Look at this guy. <laughs> He's got it nailed down. Lockdown in Oklahoma. I like it. Uh, let's go to Texas and Doug Scheid. Okay, well, I'm not going to have a funeral because I'm going to be cremated, so it should be a party or a celebration, and you cannot start the list without having Chad Ward there as the party director. <laughs> he will liven any party. Never met a stranger. Um, Aaron McCargo, he's the one that got me into cooking uh, overall and uh, starting to cooking ribs. Um, I've only met this guy once, but he is a wild dude. Stretch from Grinders Barbecue. Hmm. I would want him at the party. Um, unlike David, I would want Sam, the cooking guy there who, who cares about a few S and F bombs thrown here and there. And Greg, you said that I would be watching. So I'm going to change my answer because my last answer would have been Bobby Flay, okay. but I know you will be there. Yeah. So I would want Guy Fieri there and I want you there. And so I would love to watch that interaction. Oh. So what do you think would happen? <laughs> A fight would break out at a funeral. That'd no, be awesome. no. Look, I mean, if I don't know if I know Steve doesn't listen to the show, but if anybody else listens to the show, I have maintained through and through that I love Guy. I want to hang out with Guy. I want to get his cast off poon. I want to show, uh, you know, toss beers with this guy. I just don't like the fact that he's in the Barbecue Hall of Fame. Would I say that to his face at your funeral? Yes. 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 Of course. Exactly. As I am, as I am eulogizing you, uninvited, Doug. I w- that would be the first thing I point out. As we celebrate Doug's great barbecue life, I do want to mention that Guy Fieri should not be in the Barbecue Hall of Fame, pulling at the very fabric. Uh, my list, very quickly. Uh, first and foremost, my. Oh, wow! I almost hit the timing just right there. Um, for me, my initial live fire inspiration. And uh, third Tuesday of the month guest, Stephen Reichlin. Most prolific uh, cookbook author, too, by the way. Then, to be like an MC and a eulogizer as well, because he is filled with an incredible amount of information at Live Fire. Uh, somebody who I've met in person and that I have a personal relationship outside of the show relationship. Meathead from AmazingRibs.com. You might find this crazy, but only to get him up. And have him announce to everybody at my party, because like Doug, I want to get burned. There's no way I'm going to have a bunch of people stand over my dead body, because that is creepy. I want Johnny Trick to get up and say a few words about how he does not know me. And who? what the hell am I doing here, and who is this guy? That's what I want. And then, he was joking, Greg. He was joking. That's what he said. Of course, of course. He was just joking. Uh, then I want Sterling Ball there because uh, he's a fun guy and I have a relationship with him outside. And then, jeez, here we go. I'm I'm at a toss-up. Let me get out my quarter. Is it going to be Jim Minion or is it going to be Jack Arnold Instagram sensation? It's going to be Jack Arnold because I want him to make... All the Snake River Farms burgers for everybody that's going to be there. Cut them in half and juice them out and be like all peace, bro, and all that good stuff, because I think he would bring a nice positive vibe to my last party here on Earth. And those are my five barbecue and grilling celebrities. All right, so stand by. the Carolina Panther uh, cheerleaders, Yeah, of right, of course. 
goes without saying. All right, guys, stand by as we get ready to talk about the things that we would leave or bequeath to each other. I said bequeath, fools. And I will talk to you quickly about Green Mountain Grills. Some of the best pellet cookers out there on the market today. If you are looking at purchasing a pellet cooker for the backyard or your competition trailer, whatever it may be, might I suggest that you give Green Mountain Grills a try right now. They have a new line out called the Prime Line. You can see into the cooking chamber. You can also see into the pellet hopper. So you can uh, look, but not look and not cooking. You know, whatever. We, we all know that's kind of a fallacy. But now you can just look right into it. You don't have to lift the lid and see what's happening. You can also check the level of your pellets in the hopper as well because you have to peek through there. More of a sturdy, more robust chassis than the traditional and or classic line. Jim Bowie is the biggest. Daniel Boone is the middle. And then you have the... A portable unit called the Daniel Boone. So uh, we are starting to inch closer and closer into tailgate season. Or maybe you're a big camper and you just want to take something with you instead of the big honking cookers. You can plug it right into the 12 volt outlet of your car. Uh, that was the first uh, iteration of the 12 volt operation for all of the Green Mountain grills now that are in the prime line. Give you a little bit more uh, precise fan uh, that lessens the pellet consumption, increases uh, pellet efficiency or the burn efficiency if you want to learn more about these you go to greenmountaingrills.com that's greenmountaingrills.com don't forget the daniel boone and the jim Bowie. you can tear the guts out of those drop in the pizza oven insert and now you have a pizza party you can do rib or you can, rib, you can do ribs in there too i guess if you wanted but you can do pizzas in two or three minutes depending on how hot you have it running and it is just really fun to turn out pizzas that quick you can make them all different kinds dessert pizzas, whatever. You could actually rip the pizza stone out, put grill grates in there, and now you have an eight, 900-degree uh, top-down cooker, like a salamander. Ever use it that way? Might want to think about it. Wrap the pan in aluminum foil before you go make a mess. GreenMountainGrills.com. That's GreenMountainGrills.com. We're back with more of the embedded correspondence right after this. Stick around. We'll be right back. Continuing to produce incredibly mediocre content in an exceptionally professional way. You're listening and watching the Barbecue Central Show. Once again, here's your host, Greg Rampey. One of my favorite accessories now is the fireboard. I just used it a couple nights ago. Monitor up to six different temperatures simultaneously. Connect to Wi-Fi for cloud-based monitoring or connect via Bluetooth. If you have Alexa or the Google Assistant, I have Alexa, and it's hooked right up to it. So I can say, Alexa, tell me what my internal temperature is on probe number one, and it'll tell you. 120 degrees. Fireboard.com is the website, 816-945-2232. Is the phone number. Ted Conrad will be on the show next week. New product announcement will be made at that time as well. The embedded correspondents are joining me. We just got done talking about the five barbecue and grilling personalities that we would like to have at our respective funerals and or cremations. Now, 
What one item would you leave for the other embedded correspondent? I mean, I don't know exactly where the death uh, thing <laughs> came up, but nevertheless, so four of the five of us are not scared to die. So, I mean, what do we care? It's going to happen anyway. What one item would you leave the other embedded correspondence upon your ultimate dirt nap? And we will go to John Solberg in Michigan. This is a tough question. It you is. Think about this one for a while. Yeah, that's right. Um, but my gift to you is, is, I think, was the simplest because I really want you to have my tech patio two grill and my infrared grill. Yeah, love it. I mean, that's like that's like. Matter of fact, you're going. I, I hope you have that before I'm dead. <laughs> well, uh, you're, <laughs> not you're not the only. You're not the only. So, David, you're going to get my almost 800 Instagram followers. It's not much, but it's all I got. They're, they're real. Three Read years in the making. Engaged. They're going to get. <laughs> they are engaged. Doug, you were a tough one for me. So, oh. I, I tried. It's, it means something, believe it or not. I want you to have all of my cookbooks and all of my handwritten recipes. Oh, cool. And the reason I want you to have them is because I think you will do something with them, you know, or, or you won't. But I think you'd appreciate them. And nobody's as tough as Steve, but it comes right down to it. Steve, I want you to have my new carbon steel walk so you can roll like them people at Panda Express. Look at this son of a bitch <laughs> on the bottom right. Look at this guy. Unbelievable. Look what he's... Hold on a second. Where's my mouth? Look at what he did right here. Steve, you are on the verge of getting fired. Oh my God. Look at Stand you. from the internet. Damn it. Damn it. Damn it. All right. Uh, Oklahoma, great. go ahead. Unbelievable. First off, I gotta wipe the tears, John. Thank you so much. Seriously, that would help me out so much. Okay, so John, in return, I will give you all of my grill brushes and cleaning products because obviously they are not used by me, as you noticed on my last video. I don't so, think you have any, but thank I, you. You're welcome. That's that's the love, brother. Um, Doug, you can have. My Yoder YS1500, so you can see what a real pellet grill cooks like. Ooh, That's the kind of guy that I am. Uh -oh. By the way, there's a big Yoder announcement tomorrow. There's some new stuff coming out, so listen to that. Um, Steve, thought long and hard about this, my friend. You, sir, can have my wife. Because <laughs> I want you to leave Doug's wife alone. So you can Thank have you. my... You're welcome, Doug. That's as much for you. As for, for, that is for me. That's a good guess. Okay. Finally, Greg. Yes. Now, now stick with me here. All right. I'm giving you my microphone. Yes. Now, I know it's a piece of crap. I'm not giving it to you to use. What I want is every time you do a rant and you ban someone off the internet, my microphone, drop it. Close the show. You're good to go. All right. My gift to you. Hopefully you you breathe that last final breath into that oh. microphone too. So it has like your That's right. That would be great. All right. Uh Doug, your turn. Okay. Uh John, I know you hate gifts of any kind. You you have tchotchkeophobia like at Christmas, like I do, I think. So um, but I would either give you my First, UDS that I built in, in the colors of Texas A&M, or probably more apropos, is my Ranger that I'm going to get in the next few months for, for uh, campsite grilling. I know that you would like that. So 
Um, David, in the same spirit that you're going to give me a Yoder, I'm going to give you my competition trailer. And on it comes two Timberlines and one Tailgater. Wow. So I know Thank you. Good. I want you to go out there and compete uh, more than you do. Steve, yeah, you were a tough one, I, but uh, I know that you don't like you don't like uh, the big spatulas. So I'm going to give you pigtails, my all my pigtails, because I know you hate them. You need to have them to use them, and all of my small small spatulas. Those those are all very handy. I think they're tools that you need to learn how to use. And Greg, yes, I'm going to give you since I don't have it yet. I'm going to give you the rights to my meter block. Should I ever receive it? I'll take, I'll take that. No doubt about it. You might die before that happens. Oh, yeah, well. Exactly. That's why it's the rights. It's not the meter block. Uh, all right, Steve, your turn. Okay, as usual, I'm overprepared. Okay, I, Steve Ray, being of sound, oh. mind, and body, do bequeath to Doug Shiding. I give my signed copy of Indoor Grilling for Dummies, my 18-and-a-half-inch Weber Smoky Mountain Smoker, my oldest set of grill grates, a 12-pack of Oscar Mayer beef hot dogs, and a copy of the book, The Importance of Paying Off Bets When You Lose. The David Huff. Uh -oh. I leave my copy of How to Use a Microphone Like a Pro. My Kiss and Cook barbecue t-shirt. My 25-year collection of Playboys. My 30-year-old Macanudo Baron de Rothschild cigar. And a copy of the book, The Importance of Paying Off Bets When You Lose. <laughs> John Solberg of Fenton, Michigan. I bequeath my 2016 PK grill complete with grill grates, cover and consumer installed thermometer, a copy of the book, Why Do People Live in Michigan When Tennessee Is So Close, my 14-inch Weber Smoky Mountain Smoker complete with cover and little tiny tongs. And to Stover Harger III, I leave my pack of rolling papers from college. Greg Rempe, I bequeath my copy of how to interview like a pro on video, <laughs> my complete collection of uncalibrated thermopins, my kiss the cook barbecue apron, a temporary spare tire from a wreck sportage, and last but not least, a lifetime subscription to the KCBS bullshit. Thank God for the last one. This day, April 23rd, by the embedded correspondent. Thank you, Steve, for putting forth a tremendous amount of effort. Now, uh, that leaves me, and uh, so I'll start with John first because I know he's, well, I mean, you know, as I think about it, I'm sure Steve could probably enjoy it as well, but I think it would go to better use with John. I would allow John a pass down into the studio, and you are allowed to take every and any piece of equipment in the Barbecue Central Radio Network studios, including multiple monitors and lights and microphones and remote equipment and all that other stuff, green screens if you so desire. So, John, you have full access to the studios and uh, pilfer it as you see fit. David, I know you're a big pellet guy. I know you are uh, working behind the scenes on other items that we have talked about on or off air before. But I want to give you a crown piece for the patio. You're younger guy. You got some kids around. Multi-faceted tool, highly coveted by the elite. Uh, that's code name for rich, like me and Doug. I'm going to give you 
my almost original like uh, first production art flame classic 40 inch cooker to david score nice you're welcome great i hope that you travel safely i'm i have no plans to travel anytime soon thank you eat raw meat to my pal doug should you should you uh let's see okay on the off chance that I get a meter block before you get your meter block, I am leaving my meter block to you. Oh, how sweet. I'm, I'm a, twinsies. I'm a firm believer that you're just never going to get a meter block. Dennis Busso <laughs> from Colorado does have his meter block, so we have seen them starting to pedal out. But if I get mine first and then I summarily pass away quickly, uh, I will say to the police, Look into that as being highly questionable. I'm just saying that out loud here right now for the record, but you will get it, Doug. And lastly, uh, Steve, because I know you like gravity-fed cookers and pellet cookers and uh, pit barrel cookers, which uh, certainly I agree with, I want to make sure that you also have one of the industry-leading offset fire cookers. You will get bequeathed a Ben Lang original 36-inch patio model offset. And that way you can make real barbecue and learn how to manage a real fire like they do down in Texas and up here in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame city of Cleveland, Ohio. Uh, All right, so we got uh, four minutes left. Quickly, let's go around the table. We'll start with David in Oklahoma. What one thing would you like to be remembered as your barbecue or grilling legacy? You said quickly. Uh, uh, my excellent choice in novelty barbecue t-shirts. Doug. Other than my fondness for kids and no hot dogs on my Traegers. Um, no, seriously, other than winning the Houston, I actually, uh, on kind of my bucket list, is, and I'm one away from this, is getting a first at each of the majors. So I've got a first in... And uh, chicken at the Houston, Chef's Choice at the Jack, uh, with Danielle at the Royal, and so now I need just Memphis and May. Steve, if he barbecued as good as he thought he did, he would have been a world champion. Steve never lacked confidence. John Solberg from Michigan, barbecue legacy. I want my legacy to be that I was present and available to help anyone who was wanting to get into the barbecuing grilling world you're welcome (laughs) i want my legacy to be this show that i'm leaving each and every week i want a resource to be left for people to go back and hear what it sounded like 30 years from now and 50 years from now assuming that podcasts are still available 50 years from now i have no reason to believe that they won't but i also have a highly guarded stash of archives that are offline as well that could be released at any point so the people can hear from 2006 until whenever the show stops at all points in between those two dates, what was going on in the live fire cooking industry? Who was important? What stories were moving the needle on those years? What people were really big shots here on these dates and nobody ever heard of them a year or two later? Where did they go? Uh, that's what I want my legacy to be, a, a snapshot 
of live fire cooking from the time I started until the last show ends. That's what I hope my barbecue legacy to be. Uh, last question before we... Oh, second to last question. Did you guys do your... Eh, I don't think I want to go do that. What in your mind is the current most popular barbecue and grilling food or meat, Steve? Oh, it's got to be vegetables. All over Instagram, all over Facebook, people hmm. grilling vegetables and then you know next to their meat, taking it out of the kitchen, going to the grill and to the smoker with it. Fascinating. Doug? It's the king of barbecue, brisket and burnt ends. I, I did two posts the last couple of days, and, and they've gotten almost the most amount of uh, likes of anything I've posted. So, brisket. David Huff? You showed it earlier with the uh, the um, barbecue pork sandwich, the California. I think sandwiches and burgers is what everyone's trying to do a new take on. They're trying to change it up. That and, strangely enough, what uh, Meat Church mentioned earlier is beef ribs. I think beef ribs are all over the Internet right now. So uh, those two things for sure. John Solberg. My feed is overloaded with burgers, just over, just crushing it. So it's feed driven, but loaded with them. Yeah, I would agree. I think uh, burgers are, uh, I wouldn't say making a comeback, but at least in this stage of the game right now, they are hotter than ever. Uh, that would be 1A, 1B. I agree with David Huff. Uh, beef ribs are continuing to dominate pictures. They're continuing to dominate my feed. They're continuing to dominate YouTube videos. Everybody wants to know where they can get them and how to make them, and should they buy specialty or should they not buy specialty. So I think beef ribs are 1B to that. Uh, we have one more question yet. Best barbecue and grilling book of all time as we race around the dais. Steve Ray, your thought. Oh, gosh. I didn't see that one. Um, oh, yeah. Thought you checked it every day. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he overly prepares for everything else. <laughs> Aaron Franklin's uh, brisket book. Not the steak book, but the brisket book. Doug. It, can it be... Any other book besides Meathead? I actually have 30. Oh. I counted them today. I have 37 barbecue books. Really? And Meathead is... So thank you, John, for your additional... I Obviously, I can use more, but uh, uh, definitely like barbecue books, but uh, his is the best. Meathead. No question. Oklahoma and David Huff. I had Meathead down, but I knew that somebody would say that. Of course, the barbecue Bible. I mean, Stephen Reichlin. And then for me personally... Boy Meets Grill, another Bobby Flay book, but that was the first thing that started me on um, barbecue and grilling. John Solberg. It's a long list. I had to narrow it down. It took me a long time. I'm going with Seven Fires, Francis Mallman. It's, it's, all those other choice. books mentioned are on my list, though. Uh, I agree with a number of books that everybody here has mentioned, but I'm going to go a little outside the box. I'm surprised nobody thought about mentioning this and it is from a team a barbecue team if you will i am of course talking about 17th street barbecue peace love and barbecue hotly and widely recognized as one of the most prolific barbecue and grilling books of all time the fourth tuesday of the month in the second hour you can find oklahoma's david huff michigan's john solberg Tennessee's Steve Ray and the longest-running embedded correspondent, Doug Scheiding from Texas covering the world of live fire, and 
talking about sometimes very weird and dark subjects, but other times we're talking about having women at our funerals and causing our women to wonder what the hell is that woman doing? I mean, what are we talking about? Uh, these are the embedded correspondence. You can find them right here on this show, the fourth Tuesday of the month, gentlemen. Always appreciate the time, and thank you so much. There they go. It is the embedded correspondence. Michigan, Texas, Oklahoma, Tennessee. Barbecue hotbeds, as it were. I don't know if it as it were, but it's a barbecue hotbed. Showing up on the Fogo Charcoal Hotline, of course, as all guests. All guests are appearing on the Fogo Charcoal Hotline. Actually trying to work out a conversation or book a conversation with Sebastian Bussert. So we could talk about his re-rise. You know, back in the old days, it was a different name that he was associated with. Now Fogo taking over, especially on the social media. That's really helped uh, give rise to the name brand recognition there. So hopefully we can get Sebastian on here sooner than later. We will uh, wrap the second hour when we come back. That would be the show as well. Stick around. We'll be right back. Whole packers, full racks, legs and thighs, injecting butts. If you've never heard this before, you might think you found the best triple X show ever. Let's get back to the most homoerotic host out there today, Craig Rimpy. All right, welcome back. Thanks again to the embedded correspondents, David Hoff from Oklahoma, John Silberg from Michigan, Doug Scheide from Texas, and Steve Ray from Tennessee for joining me the past two segments. Our take on the NBA, John Solberg's cooking kettle restoration process, five barbecue and grilling personalities we'd like to have at our funeral, what one item we would leave for each other, that being the embedded correspondence, barbecue legacy, the list goes on. All right, let's go ahead and get ready to race out all the way back in the first hour. It was Matt Pittman from Meat Church. Did you miss it? You can get it on podcast. Don't worry. Go immediately to your podcast catchers like iTunes and Google Podcasts and search the show, the BBQ Central Show. Subscribe and away you go. That way you never miss a segment. Or you can miss a live show and then get caught right back up Wednesday and Thursday. First hour released on Wednesday. Second hour on Thursday. Then in the second hour, it was the Embedded Correspondence talking about a bunch of different topics. You will see them again in a month's time. Fourth Tuesday of the month, they show up in the second hour, and we do fun and frivolous things. As I mentioned, the entire show next week, already locked down and booked, ready to go, locked and loaded. September 11, 2001, I will never forget. Until next Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, this is your program host and proud U.S. American, Greg Rempe. Good night now.